Hey guys, this is Graham from the Mad Caddies, and you're listening to the Bradley's House Podcast. guys welcome back and thank you for joining us on another episode of bradley's house the podcast i'm your co-host jared Orr. she is the executive director of the noel family foundation and our host ms kelly noel kelly how you doing tonight i'm doing really good how about you jared oh i'm good i'm excited for another episode i'm still out and about so i'm not in my normal setting so i keep trying to find the best spot for wi-fi here but i'm doing the best i can and excited to have another episode out kelly you keep lining up these awesome guests we have all these fun conversations people are sharing the podcast they're having a good time doing it we're having a good time (laughs) doing it who's our guest today Today we have another artist that we are so grateful was on the House That Bradley Built compilation album, and I'm excited to get to know them a little better. Evan Hawkins and Brady O'Rear from Through the Roots. Guys, thank you so much for being with us. Hey, thanks for Welcome. having us. Jared, by the way, great podcasting voice. Doesn't he have a great I've got a, I've got a face, I've got a face for podcasts. <laughs> Voicemail for my cell phone now. <laughs> The first time I talked with him and he was trying to convince me to do this podcast, which I was certain I was not going to do, I was like, wow, he's got a really good broadcasting voice. This could work out after all. (laughs) Yeah, he's my ace in the hole. So you guys are in San Diego now, right? Yes, we are. Actually, Brady's originally from uh, the Big Island of Hawaii. I was raised in San Diego, um, but Brady moved out here um, back in what? Uh, 2017. Almost, almost 14 years. Yeah, 14 years. Oh, my years. gosh. Wow. No, 2007, huh? 2007, yeah. That would make more sense mathematically. <laughs> yeah, I was going with it, though. Still. It's been a long day. <laughs> I, was I, just got, I just got really nervous. <laughs> Whatever you say, Brady. Math does not apply for us anymore. Um, That's, either. So, That's why we do instruments. Right. How did you guys meet? <laughs> well, actually, we found Brady on Craigslist. Um Wow. We're, we're in need of a new keyboard player. And so, um, our manager and, and I had put a, an ad out on, on Craigslist and, uh, there we found Brady. <laughs> and it worked. That's crazy. I got yeah. married like that once. No, you did not. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me that's not true. I don't know. <laughs> I feel like that's a story for another episode. <laughs> Um, so you really did just like go on Craigslist looking for someone who could play the keyboards or what? Yeah. Looking for, uh, for, for a new keyboard player. Actually they had to, they, there was like a, uh, stipulation they had to be able to play two keyboards and Brady was, was able to play two, two keyboards at once. So you got the, you got the part. Ooh, fancy. Yeah. But yeah, it was, awesome. it was, a, it was actually the, the best, one of the best things that's, you know, ever happened to this band. So, um, yeah, here we are now. <laughs> Don't you love it when like seemingly random things like that turn out to be so life changing? Yeah, it's crazy. I would never have expected that. Yeah, uh, you know, to make cool. lifelong friends out of this, you know. Totally. So Evan, you're originally from San Diego then? 
Yeah, yeah, from North County, San Diego. Um, I, I moved from LA when I was five, and then from five years years old on, um, I've been in San Diego. Nice. And Brady, what brought you to San Diego from Hawaii? I had some friends, like my so my some of my best friends were going to college out here, and then uh, my cousin she lived out here too. So after a while of them convincing me that I got to leave the island, I made it out here. I started going <laughs> to college. And did you head out to San Diego right from the start, or were you in other places? Uh, I went to college in uh, Hilo, where I'm from, for two years, and then uh-huh. I, I came out here. I needed a change. Yeah, for sure. Um, I have a lot of family over in Hawaii, but mostly on Oahu. And a lot of them seem to end up in Northern California, at Menlo, which is interesting for some reason. But um, Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's cool that you came down here. It's a it's a nice spot. I think it's a good transition, too. I think San Diego has a much more laid-back atmosphere than than L.A. and Orange County. Yeah, it seems I'm, like it I'm would be much more Hawaii-esque. Yeah, that's yeah, really very cool. Much so. there's, a lot of, there's a lot of parallels with the culture and, I guess, the weather and the people. Oh, yeah, totally. So describe your, the sound of Through the Roots for me, because obviously I've heard a lot of different songs and different styles but i want to hear you guys describe your sound oh man it's so funny because like we always get asked this question it's, it's part <laughs> of the reason our band is called through the roots because like we both grew up listening to you know roots reggae music and and sure. we like to come through roots reggae music as you know roots is our foundation with other unique you know um inspirations that that um we found through different types of music that we listen to to create something unique so it's through the roots that's where <sighs> the band name comes from so um you know, we like like I said, we all come from different musical backgrounds. Um, our, our original drummer was like a metal drummer, and nice. you know, Brady grew up on you know island music and mm-hmm. um, and roots reggae. You know, they, that's one of the only places you know that plays reggae music on the radio. Like yeah. besides you know Jamaica or any of those other like Caribbean you know um, areas. And, right. And uh, yeah, with our our guitar player at the time was really into like. I don't know what's Chris into like R&B and like blues and and like uh, I don't know John Mayer kind of stuff. So mm-hmm. at, at our earlier stages, you know, it was kind of like we 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 got in when kind of more of like the surf roots um, stuff was kind of hitting a, a lot more, and then right. we kind of like as we matured as a band, we grew more into uh, you know uh, like adapting to more of the electronic sounds that you're hearing. So um, we like to incorporate hip hop, kind of like hip hop and, and a little bit of rap, um, just, just very lightly with like, you know, pop kind of sh- like arrangements and structures. And then with mm-hmm. like electronic sounds while, you know, having like a reggae foundation, um, if that kind of makes sense. So that absolutely makes sense. So who are some of your personal influences, Adam? Oh, man. In, in reggae, like, I, I really love Steel Pulse. Um, mm-hmm. I really love, like, Black Uhuru a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, outside of, of reggae, um, oh man, I would, I, I love Michael Jackson. Um, mm-hmm. I, my mom was always playing, like, oldies, so my dad was a Motown musician, so I, I, I grew up on a lot of that. Um, oh, wow. You know, that stuff. So, yeah, I mean, Man, I, 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 I've never been able to say like, who's my favorite band? Like in high school, I was listening to like, like pop punk and rock that was on MTV, <laughs> you mm-hmm. know? So I've just been through like 
all different areas, you know, of music. So I, I don't necessarily have a favorite band. I just kind of like have favorite genres, I guess you could say, sure. you know, which is, you know, sense. I guess, I guess hip hop and, 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 uh, hip hop, electronic music. And I guess you'd say pop. Those are my favorites. Makes sense. How about you, Brady? What were some of your influences? Um, a lot of it growing up was definitely UB40, mm. um, Oswald, kind of like mm-hmm. that, uh, British, the British reggae scene. I listened to yeah. like a lot of Maxi Priest, uh, mm-hmm. growing up and a lot of, definitely a lot of like island reggae. Ukla the Mock and Natural Vibrations from Hawaii, those were, um, childhood favorites. And then, you know, I like Polonaise and, uh, Sade and mm. stuff in that realm too. Shaka Khan. Yes, saw her back in the eighties. Oh wow! That's how old I am? Yeah, but <laughs> yeah, lots of good music there. And Hawaii is such a hotbed for its own brand of reggae, which I think is so yeah. cool to see it coming out of there with you know a distinct island flavor to it. Right. Really nice. So you guys did real situation for the house that Bradley built. How did you decide on that song? I really like. You know, I mean. Man, Brad's version of that song is so awesome, and uh, that's originally a Bob song, right? Right. So, um, man, I just, I just really like that song. Is you know one of my favorite Sublime songs. You know, even though it's, it's a cover, it's just like I really like that song a lot. Um, and I think there was one that I think "Waiting for My Ruka" was one that I wanted to do, and I mm-hmm. think it was taken. So this one was. Um, those are like my two favorites. So luckily, that one is available, and. Um, yeah, I just, I've always enjoyed that song. So that's why I liked yeah. it. It was great. It had such a, um, a similar feel to the acoustic album, Bradley Nolan Friends. Like it was just guitar and vocals and just super stripped down. I thought it was really great. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. So when did you start the band? Oh, uh, started it back in 2007. Um, and we were kind of really just trying to figure things out at that time. Um, yeah, I think I think two thousand end of two thousand seven into two thousand eight. Wow. Yeah. So there's been a lot between then and now. I Definitely. have a spe- specific question. So when you guys first started touring, I read that you had a renovated school bus. Yes, we did. <laughs> now was that Betsy or was Betsy a different vehicle? No, Betsy was the one that burned down. She uh, she she made it to four hundred twenty thousand miles. Oh. <gasps> At that oh my God. marker, the bus burned down. I kid you no. not. It was the most <laughs> ironic thing ever. Yeah. And, uh, it burned down on the side of the road in North Carolina and it was, uh, it was pretty scary, but everybody wow. made that safe. And, um, yeah, we, we, we live on to tell the tale. The tale. Whoa. Um, so were you guys just standing on the side of the road watching your bus burn? Exactly. Actually. Oh and, uh, oh my gosh. I remember calling my dad at the time, um, and, or he was calling me and he's like, why aren't you answering your phone? I'm like, Hey, I got to call you back. I'm literally watching on my, the bus burn down on the side of the road. Uh, and he's like, what? <laughs> and I was like, yeah, the bus is burning down. He's like, why? <laughs> and it was just, you know, I mean, it, it ended up being, uh, we found out that there was like a recall on that vehicle that was like the, the, some kind of electrical wire that goes to like the braking system, uh, uh like shorts yeah. out. And I guess the brake fluid is, is, flammable and that's what started it so we were so deep we were so deep in the country though that it was funny because we were like there wasn't even a fire station here so it was just all these guys pulled up in like toyota camrys like volunteer 
Um, oh my gosh. Firemen. And then one truck came and then they all like, Dude, they were all taking their time. They were taking their time. And then like, I remembered we had propane in the trailer. Oh. And so I was, uh, I was, I was telling them, you know, cause they pretty much wrote it off at this point. Like the thing was fully in flames and they're like, ah, oh, this thing's toast, you know? So they're taking their time, getting their suits on and stuff. And then I remember there's propane. So I told them, I remember the yelling, yeah, yelling from across and then running across the road saying, Hey, there's propane in there. You guys need to hurry up. And so then they started moving real fast and, uh, wow. yeah, they got it out, but it was so, it was so like surreal because it was fully in flame. I remember it was, it seemed like it went by so fast, but from the time the fire department made it there, like Brady said, we we're in the middle, middle of the country and then. I mean, it seemed like we just like blinked our eyes and they were gone and we we're just like all still standing there while it was like a wet, smoldering like Oh mess. my gosh. And they were gone and then we we're like, they're like, all right, well, we're out of here. And we're just sitting there like, okay, so now what? <laughs> yeah. So what did you do? How did you, how did you get all your stuff to the next gig? So we actually, um, we didn't miss a show um, oh on that gosh. tour. We, we had like, two hours to figure something out. And I remember we called or what band was it? Signal fire. Signal fire. <laughs> it, forever how appropriate. <laughs> yeah. How appropriate. Right. Yeah. Signal fire. The band came and picked us up um, and took us to our show in Wilmington. Um, and, and towed our, they just towed our trailer and then our bus ended up getting towed and everything was gone in the bus. Like, I mean, I, we had hard drives on there. Um, oh. It took us a long time to remake a lot of the music that was like create. Cause like I wanted, uh, we were going to be gone. There's one of the longest tours I think that we were on. Um, and so we, you know, I wanted to bring all my hard drives to make sure I had everything to work on stuff while we were gone and everything burnt all of our computers, like my phone burnt. Uh, I mean, we just oh like had to run out of the bus. And uh, the only thing that was left was the wad of cash from the shows which, well, which didn't burn something. yeah, yeah something it was weird it was, it was the only thing that didn't burn um so it was pretty incredible wow well i mean it's a good thing obviously that all of you guys were safe but what an experience right. yeah that bus we got uh, our manager actually won it on a uh on an auction he worked for the school district back in the day and um he won it on an auction and like we were waiting he, like, he told me one day he's like hey i I put in a bid on this little school bus and I was like, Oh, cool. Um, and I kind of laughed, like, I'm not going to win a school bus. <laughs> and then like, th- I remember like three months later, he called me and he's like, dude, we got it. And I was like, what? Got what? He's like, the bus. And I'm like, no way. And so he ended up getting it for like 1300 bucks. Oh my God. He got it with like 92,000 miles on it or something, <gasps> and it made it to 420,000 miles. So, I mean, and that was from like, you know, 2008, I think 2008. 2009 to 2015 and wow. that's a long time we, we put a lot of i mean we put a lot of miles on that bus and you know so that's remarkable 300 and something yeah i'm just making notes here to call my kids oh my bus garage in the morning make sure these recalls are all done <laughs> yeah right burning brakes do that or teach them how to run <laughs> oh my that's a scary thought. I didn't think about the fact that there could have been kids in there. That takes it to Stop a whole dark place. Stop, drop and roll, place. Junior. And it takes it <laughs> yeah. to a whole other dark place. You oh, guys yeah. have toured a lot, um, uh, and with some big names, Pepper Revolution, Iration. But you spent a lot of time on the road. Was that just a a strange, like screeching halt? Obviously, when the pandemic hit, or had you guys slowed down your touring schedule by then? 
honestly, it was so much needed this break. Um, we've been, mm. I mean, like you said, we'd been like nonstop, you know, and it, like yeah. at, a, at a certain point, like, man, we hadn't got a chance to put out new music. You know, we'd been touring so much that like, we just didn't have the kind of environment, like, like touring to, to really like, you know, uh, I mean, record ourselves on the road and we just seemed like we were always gone. So it was really nice to be able to like, take everything that we've, you know, been soaking in over the years and like sit down and put together an album, um, and actually put it out during the pandemic, which was departure. And, um, you know, it was just, it was really nice for us to be able to, to have that time to get that done. We had done arrival, um, uh, prior to that, to that album in 2019, um, with law records. And that was an awesome one too. And I think that, you know, we, we had the time to work on that one, but we were still playing shows and just like, having no distractions and being able to focus on the music, I think, I think it showed, you know, and it allowed us to, to really showcase like our growth, um, you know, from, from everything that we'd done over the years, you know? So it, I, I think it was, yes, it was definitely a screeching halt, but like our bodies were like, yes. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Happy I mean, for the oh, break. Man. Yeah, for sure. So. So did you guys have a lot of that material ready to go? Cause you released Arrival in 2019 and then departure in 2020 that's pretty quick yeah i think we we kind of had like we had built up that archive of like you know songs from those mm. songs that we lost and some of those ideas kind of like came back in the mind from you know uh the time that it passed by and you know we just we we had some leftover songs and and you know brady and i were always creating um just kind of like little ideas to have in the pocket and then once we got this like wide open window to to create you know, it was like, how fast can we put these ideas together? So, um, you know, it, it ended up coming together pretty quick. We worked with an amazing producer in Jamaica. His name's JLL. He actually just, he's a, he's a young producer. I think he's like 20, I want to say he's like 25 or 26 wow. or something like that. Um, I, I think Jay, sorry if, if you're listening to this and you're actually much older, but, <laughs> or much you know, if younger. you're shooting younger and he's older, he's not going to be too mad about that. Trust me. Yeah. Either way. I mean, age is just a number, <laughs> right? But he's, either way, he's, he's amazing. And he just got a, he just landed a placement, um, on Drake's latest album, which is hmm. huge for him. So yeah, he's wow. awesome. And we worked really well with him and he was just able to take a lot of our like pre-production ideas and really just like, you know, put some, some, some weight behind it, you know, and just, yeah, really bring some (laughs) different flavor to it. So it was awesome working with him for sure. And how did you manage all that during the pandemic? Were things starting to open up a little bit? No, we did it all over zoom. We did the whole thing over zoom. So he was in Jamaica the whole time. And we'd like, you know, he, he's one of those guys that works in the, like the wee hours of the night. So we Uh. would, you know, we would meet up with him. It'd be like, nine o'clock, nine thirty our time, you know, and it'd be like eleven thirty in Jamaica and we'd work until like you could see on Zoom that like he was ready to go to sleep. Like wow. he just he'd just keep working until his, he was like, you know, he was getting really tired and uh and, you know, he would have to go at that point. But <laughs> <laughs> Wow. But, yeah. yeah, you gotta love technology. I'm telling you, with yeah. this whole pandemic and everything, it's I think it's really made us all appreciate the opportunities to be able to connect when we can't be face to face. I know it's, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's pretty amazing that we're able to, to do this from afar and, and, uh, man, just, it makes it like, you know, so many of these people that like you would never work with either way, you right. know, this just made people more familiar and forced people to work together and have this be yeah. the only solution to, you know, working with 
um, people that you, you know, wouldn't traditionally work with that are so Absolutely. far away, but, you know, around the world. So it was cool. Absolutely. Made the world a little smaller, I think, kind of brought us all together, which is nice. Nice yeah. to see that stuff happen. Explain the significance of the album titles, Arrival in 2019 and Departure in 2020. Oh, I'll have Brady answer this one. <laughs> that, was, that was my girlfriend on both of them. That was funny. Really? Yeah, but, but it was weird because she had came up with a concept. She's like, you guys should say Arrival on one and then Departure on the next one. But when we looked at it, a lot of the songs on Arrival had to do um, time, like moments mm. in time. So nice. it kind of like made, it kind of made sense. So we we're like, wow. So we had the two projects before they even, you know, came together. They were already, we had names for them. So we were like, oh, let's write it out. And I think the departure one made sense because it was a, the, musically, I think we went somewhere else with it. So the departure, the departure worked, the idea of it. Yeah. Now on departure, you guys, worked with a lot of other artists and had a lot of people featured, which I've said before, I love. I think it's so great when people collaborate together. Was that intentional to have that on that album, so many of them? Yeah, actually, our um, our manager, um, you know, he, he was, like, talking to us about the idea of, like, collaborating. Uh, we, we had never really wanted to do that, like, to begin with, because we just felt like, you know, at least with Arrival, like, we felt like there wasn't, you know, really a, an album that represented us, um, as a band and like what we could, you know, what we wanted to sound like and like define us, you know, in an album. So like we really wanted to get that one off the list of having like just us creating that album. So mm -hmm. then on departure, you know, a grant was like, you know, why, why don't we try these, these features out? And so, um, he inspired that idea. And then from there, I took that and with all the different kind of ideas, like that were like, kind of touched in different lanes, like different, different genre influences. Then mm -hmm. I, I tried to pair those up with people that would like, you know, in my opinion, sound really well, like fit really well with those songs, you know? So like right. we had this song that had more of like, you know, kind of like this like dance hall, um, like Afro beat kind of sound. And so we uh, hit up this guy, young L in, uh, mm -hmm. he's from Nigeria and like he he has this song with Wizkid, um, and I I had heard it, and I was I was you know I thought it was awesome, and I just heard his voice on it already. So, you know, called his manager or t uh, emailed his manager, and sh she said he was into it, and so you know we did that one, and then you know there was some um, more like just kind of like aggressive, uh, just kind of progressive reggae songs that mm -hmm. were kind of like new wave. So we targeted um, some artists that were kind of in the the new wave reggae scene in Jamaica. Um, some of these guys that are like, you know, bringing um, kind of the torch has been passed off from all the legends to these new, you know, new guys that are coming up. And uh, so we had some collabs with uh, Runkus and, and Ayatosh and, you know, those are young guys as well that are kind of our, our peers out there. And they're really doing great things. You know, they're, they're both producers, but they're also both amazing artists. So worked with those guys and then Jay. And it was just like, it was it was awesome. That's any cool. chance? Any chance that the COVID album is going to be called "The Layover"? Or <laughs> you... we were we were talking about my girlfriend was talking about that. Oh, is there going to be a? Is there going to be another travel oriented theme on the next one? Yeah, like the layover came up. For sure, that name came up. You know, prior to that, we had like here to stay. And then take you there. Ah. And we didn't even really realize that we were like, we've been on this journey the whole time. 
you know, so who knows what the next one will be called. But, um, well, I think it's interesting that you arrived and then departed as opposed to departed and then arrived. So it makes it seem like there's sort of multiple uh, journeys happening here instead yeah. of just one. That's as nice. I have to say one of my favorites on the departure album is cool down with pepper and Catastro. I love them, but just all, all of you guys together, I thought was such a great mix. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Andy killed it. Kaleo, you know, always kills it. And, it was just, you know, I felt like I, there was different pockets that were in that song that like, I, I heard both those guys. Like it was weird. And that happened with like all those songs, you know, it was like, I heard exactly who needed to be on there and like fate made it a reality. So it was, it was pretty cool. That's awesome. So you guys hitting the road again? Or are you working on another album? Where do you go from here? We're actually hitting the road uh, next Wednesday. We are uh, currently in my driveway at my house, setting up our lighting to get ready for this tour that we have coming up on Wednesday and just going through everything and making sure that it all works and everything's all good dusting off everything from this hiatus. And, uh, yeah, we're excited. We're uh, headed. We have, we only have five shows or no six shows, but, um, you know, we're, we're, we had had a date in Denver and we wanted to, you know, obviously not just go straight there and come back. So put some shows along the way. So we're doing Arizona, New Mexico, Colorado, and then, um, kind of doing the same thing on the way back. So, yeah, we're super excited to to play these songs, you know, like we haven't played these songs really live yet. We had one show with Common Kings here in San Diego a couple of weeks ago and um to be able to actually play more of those songs, you know, from from the album um is going to be really exciting for us because we've been itching to do it and I mean just playing in general and the fact that we get to do it we're just really blessed and trying to be as safe as possible and just, you know, make sure that it's a good experience for everybody. Absolutely. Well, I know that I was looking at your tour schedule. And so your first tour date will be the same day that this episode airs, which is September 15th. And that's when you're hitting Phoenix, right? Yes, correct. Yeah. yeah and then last exit live there. Yeah, yeah. That's a great venue. And yeah. then uh, Albuquerque the next night on the 16th, Colorado Springs on the 17th, Denver on the 18th, back to New Mexico on the 19th. And then here in Southern California at the Garden Amphitheater in Garden Grove on September 24th. So you guys have some, some really great shows coming up. Yeah, we're excited. I mean, those are definitely all really good spots. I think Aztec, we never played there before, but we definitely done New Mexico, you know, a bunch of times. And so, mm-hmm. um, all of those markets are, are awesome markets. So we're looking forward to those shows and, um, you know, just seeing all our fans that we haven't seen in such a long time. I'm sure everybody's excited to see, you know, all the bands starting to come through again, you know. Yes, for sure. And you guys are playing Cali Roots in May, right? Yes, we are. Looking forward to that. We'll be there with a with a booth for the No Family Foundation. Awesome, awesome. Well, yeah. you guys have to if you guys can make it out to the uh, the uh, Garden Amphitheater show in Santa Ana coming up. That'd be sweet to see you guys Absolutely. there. Absolutely, Jared, Jared. We need you to announce, announce us. us. Yeah. <laughs> I'm ready. MC duties. I'm ready. <laughs> He could make a whole living out of that. Sadly, Jarrett is in uh, upstate New York. So oh, wow. he's, yeah, he's nowhere close oh, to any of those shows. Done. Don't you worry like about it. He's like the monster truck announcer. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> so when I was, when I was a kid, um, my dad, we had a local department store in the uh, on the East Coast, but mostly in the Northeast, called Boscovs. And um, my dad would record the 
announcements that would play through the sh- the store for the for the entire department store. How he got chosen to do that, I have no idea. But uh, my friends and I would be like walking through the mall, and they'd be like, "Dude, isn't that your dad's voice right now?" And I'd be like, "No, it's not. Trust me." And they'd be like, "No, I'm 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 pretty sure it is." And I'm like, "Yeah, just keep walking." And uh, so yeah, my dad literally like he would come home from work sometimes, and then he would be in the living room, and he'd be like, "Attention, boss, cops, shoppers, we have a twenty five percent sale in the linens department." And I'd be like, Fuck. So yeah, I, uh, it's it runs it it runs it runs in the family. I could certainly do it. That's awesome. We'll contact you then. I got a question for you guys. I don't know how much you guys get to talk about you know um, your foundation and everything, but. Yeah. How's that? How's everything going for you guys? I mean, how how's it been with with all the bands that you guys have been, you know, um, getting on this podcast and just you know your whole journey? Thank you for asking. Actually, really good. Uh, of course, it never happens as fast as you want it to, as I'm sure you guys can relate to as well. Anytime you're working on something, you know, but we kind of thought that it would that it would come together a lot faster. So here we are, four years later. Um, but honestly, this whole like things have gone in such a, a different direction that I never could have anticipated. So I'm super grateful for that. Um, the album that law records put together has been an absolute game changer for us, not just in the revenue that it's brought in, but also the opportunity to meet so many other artists and, you know, and really expand our reach and gain some ex- exposure. So that's been really great. We have, mm-hmm. um, our very first auction coming up. In a couple of weeks, uh, it's going to start online September 22nd and rent till the 29th. So I'm excited about that. Uh, our, our budget to open and operate for the first year is $750,000 and we have wow. about 175,000 right now. So we have a ways to go, but I'm really hoping that because of all the increased exposure and, you know, excitement and buzz that, that hopefully it won't take us as long to get to our goal as it has to get. Here, if that makes any sense. Yeah, well, make sure you get us some stuff, you know, to take on the road or whatever we can do to, to you know, continue to uh, promote. Yeah, it's such an awesome cause. So, oh, I really um, appreciate that. You know, there's such a need, and especially with with the pandemic, we don't hear as much about addiction and the struggles that people are having. But unfortunately, it's gotten worse. So, you know, it's one of those things where now we feel the urgency every day so much more. But um, It'll happen. It'll happen. And, uh, but I'm just really grateful for all the people that we have that have been supportive and, you know, and like I said, being able to meet so many people and, and the podcast has been great because it gives us an opportunity to get to know other artists and, um, you know, and again, it's all just to, to raise awareness and funding for opening Bradley's house. Yeah. It's so great. Awesome. Well, we sure appreciate you guys taking the time to be with us on the show. I'm super excited for the the tour you have coming up, and I'm looking forward to your next album, Layover. <laughs> uh, well, before before that album, we actually have some up, some more new music coming out. Um, and we just we just made an announcement. We're working on some some new stuff, and we have a um, this Friday, right? This Friday. Yeah, first uh, single from our yeah. Well, that's there's no uh, oh. that's uh. Yeah, that's somewhat oh, of a, yeah, it's just, <laughs> there's some new music coming. Um, but the, we have a, we have a single that we're dropping on, uh, on Friday. So, um, it's a remix that we did with actually our previous guitar player. Um, he's gone on to 
uh, become a really successful lo-fi producer. And so we did like a lo-fi remix of our song at peace that was on departure. Oh. And so that drops on Friday and we're really excited for people to hear, you know, kind of a, it's, it's like another departure from that departure album. So it's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Well, yeah. I think, um, so it's dropping Friday the 10th. Yes. Okay. So when this comes out on the 15th, it will have already come out. So hopefully everybody can check that out. Um, obviously your website is through the roots.com. Where else can people find you guys on social media? Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, you know, Spotify, Instagram. Instagram yeah. Soon to be TikTok. We're learning how to do those TikTok things. <laughs> Brady's been need- polishing these dances for a little while now. It's <laughs> yes. getting pretty good at it. I'm looking forward to seeing that. <laughs> <laughs> um, right yeah, every, everywhere, you know, everywhere you, awesome. you can find us. Yeah. Awesome. Well, thanks again for taking the time to talk with us. And I look forward to catching a Through the Roots show soon. We look forward to it. Thank you guys for the time and, and thanks for having us. You bet. Oh, thank Bye-bye. you. Well, Kelly, another fun conversation with another amazing act off of the compilation album, The House That Bradley Built. It's really been a lot of fun getting to know some of these musicians that obviously I've heard on the album and I've heard them in my rabbit holes I get stuck into in YouTube when I'm looking for music and new music and people sharing them on the groups. But when we get a chance to have them on and talk to them and uh, introduce them to the audience, it's a lot of fun for me. I totally agree. It's fun for me too, because despite, you know, what I think most people think we're not getting together for brunch with all of these artists every Sunday. So a lot of them, I don't know, I've never met and, and I don't know their backstories. So for me, it's really fun to get to know them as people and see how great they are, you know, not just talented musicians, but cool people. And that just makes me even happier to have them be a part of the album. Yeah, it's uh, it's just it's it's really cool to get to hear the stories and get to find out about like burning buses and all sorts of different <laughs> stuff. No matter no matter who we're talking to. Right. So um, now I know that uh, through the roots has some upcoming shows, right? They do, and we were talking about them. But I just want to remind everybody again: if you're in the Southern California area, make sure you go to Garden Amphitheater on September 24th. It's a week from Friday, and make sure you get there uh, to check out through the roots yeah absolutely guys and uh go out and support some of these bands that are coming in and helping support the foundation go have some go hear some live music while you still can who knows what's going on with all these different covid things that are happening but if there's live music happening now take advantage of it now while you can um go enjoy it and we hope that you guys enjoyed the interview uh with evan and brady we had a lot of fun chatting with them and guys you know why we're doing it we're doing it to raise money for the Knoll Family Foundation and so we can get Bradley's house up and open. Now, there's all of the normal ways that you guys can get involved. Um, you guys can visit the org, and you can make a donation right there. Um, we're going to have the link tree. It's going to be right there in the bottom of the description of wherever you're listening to this. I like that and, sound effect. Yeah, because that's it's it's right there. So uh, you guys can go ahead and click that link tree. You can find the Cash App and the Venmo. Um, and, of course, purchasing merchandise. Uh, you guys get yourself a, a new cool shirt, hoodie, hat, whatever it may be. And all of the proceeds go directly to the Knoll Family Foundation in trying to get Bradley's house up and open. Now, 
We started giving you guys a little bit of information. You may have seen a little something on the social. Uh, Kelly, we've got uh, this auction coming up, and I know you're super excited about it, and there's a lot of really awesome uh, items that have been donated. Let's give a sneak peek on something. What's something cool that's come in that our listeners can look forward to seeing in this auction, Kelly? I'll be honest, Jared. I've been so nervous for like the last month leading up to this auction, worried that we wouldn't get anything cool, that there wasn't going to be stuff that people would be excited about. But here we are a week away from the auction starting and I am so stoked. I can't even tell you. In fact, we had a conference call today with Positive Legacy, which is this wonderful organization that's helping us out with the auction. Make sure you go check them out at positivelegacy.com. Anyway, they're this great nonprofit that works with people in the music industry to do good. And that's what they're helping us do. So they have been building this website and we're going to preview it on Monday, September 20th at noon. So be sure you're watching our socials because you'll be able to check it out Monday at noon. And then everything will go live on Wednesday, September 22nd at 12 noon Pacific time. Some of the things that we have that we're going to be auctioning off are some incredible pieces of art, including things that, um, at least one thing that everybody will have seen in my dad's office, if they've ever seen a picture of that, of his whole collection of things there. We have some incredible art by DJ Product. We have some great sports memorabilia, some shopping sprees. We have two four-day passes to Cali Roots 2022. There's just some really, really neat stuff, and um, including a couple of custom guitars one that was made by a friend of ours that is just absolutely beautiful. And uh, that's an acoustic guitar. And then an electric guitar, it's actually a piece of art. And it's a, it's a repurposed guitar. And it's um, custom hand-painted with um, Sublime stuff. So anybody who's a Sublime fan will totally recognize a lot of the stuff that's on here. It's just a beautiful tribute piece and really well done. And that's by our friend Patrick Wolfmeyer. So make sure... You check out Wolfmeyer Guitars on Instagram. Um, So yeah, I'm super excited. We have so many wonderful things, some ukuleles by Kala Brand Music and lots of merch packages. We have a painting by Opie Ortiz himself, donated by Miguel Happelt. So just some really, really cool, exciting stuff. I hope people will check it out. We'll have the link on our socials starting Monday, September 20th. Take my money. I hope there's, that's there's, what everyone there's nothing says. left. There's nothing <laughs> left to auction, guys. You don't have to. I'm going to work out a special <laughs> deal. Off. No, guys, make sure you're checking out the oh. socials. Uh, the Knoll Family Foundation is everywhere. Instagram and Twitter and Facebook uh, constantly updates. It, guys, there's so much amazing uh, merchandise and things that have been donated, and it's all going to get Bradley's house up and open. And guys, you like cool shit anyway, right? So a lot of times you buy cool shit and the money, who knows where it goes, but this time you can buy cool shit and the money goes directly to something that we've all worked uh, so hard for and have been so excited to see and all the support from you guys have been amazing. So uh, this auction is something that you are not going to want to miss. So uh, make sure you're following those socials and, uh, and Kelly and everybody at the Noel family foundation will keep you guys updated as, uh, as it's all coming along. So um Kelly, again, a lot of fun today. Um, Through the Roots was was really awesome, and they have an amazing uh, uh, song that they do on the compilation, The House That Bradley Built, which, of course, is available at law-records.com. Kelly, we always like to end everybody out with a song. There's only one song to end out the, today's episode with, right? 
Absolutely. Through the Roots did a fabulous cover of Real Situation. Check it out. And a big thank you to Blaster Web Services. You know, Jarrett, our website crashed a couple of weeks ago and they were able to get it back up and running in under an hour. I'm so grateful for them. So make sure if you have any needs that uh, for websites or any of that kind of digital stuff that you check out blasterwebservices.com. Those guys are awesome. Thanks, guys. Until next time, I am Jared Orr. She is Kelly Noel. We are out of time. You don't have to go home, but it's time to leave Bradley's house. Check out the real situation. Nation war against nation. Where does it all begin now? Where is it going to end? But it seems like total destruction, only solution, yeah, ain't no use, no one can stop us now, ain't no use, no one can stop us now. To take us, Lord Ain't got no right to take us, Lord First the money, then the smile Everything is for a while But it seems like total destruction Only solution Stop us down. Ain't no use. No one can stop us down.